listeners welcome to another great podcast session i'm shivani mutiala with the pandemic hit people have shifted towards digital modes of payment methods and especially which are very convenient easy fast and safe to make transactions right everyone started looking for digital platforms which can accommodate all under one roof whether it be for domestic money transfer prepaid cards insurance recharge bill payments and many more this is how digitalization has changed the whole of the payment industry and also how we also started you know to manage our finances too so to elaborate on this front we have amit nigam who is a ceo and coo at bankit so let's quickly welcome our speaker for the day hi amit how are you doing hi shivani i'm good thanks and how about you i'm good too thank you pleasure to have you here on analytics insight podcast pleasure here as well shivani so uh before we dive deep into the topic uh could you tell our listeners what bankit is all about well shivani bankit uh, in bankit we majorly focus uh, uh on the fintech industry and you know uh, people in india are really unbanked and we are not able to reach out to the last mile because of the lack of banking infrastructure wherein the company like bankit comes into play where we take the services to the last mile in terms of uh, various financial needs and banking and financial services for example uh, we focus on money remittances you know which uh, constitutes a major part of the country because there are a lot of migrant laborers who are um, migrating to big towns for their work to earn their livelihood and they have to send back the money then we have enabled uh, our network through uh, aadhar enabled payment system wherein a cash out can happen so these kind of services uh, clubbed with uh, mobile recharges dtt recharges utility bill payments micro loans collateral free loans and etcetera etcetera so what we feel is that uh, because of the lack of banking infrastructure in the country these are the basic need where you know people either they have to you know forgo their one month wage one day wage to go to the bank and then stand in a queue or because of the uh, low financial literacy levels they face lot of hurdles so we in a way can say that bankit helps uh, you know to take the uh, banking to the last mile and banking at home so these are the various uh, services which we focus and the best part about it is that we Uh, are very choosy and selective where to go and where not to go so we do lot of research before we appoint our agents and we establish our network over there so it is not like a, a rat race where we say that we have so many outliers but actually when you do a lot of research you find that they are majorly into the um, urban cities of the country we focus in tier 3 tier 4 tier 5 cities great happy to know about bankit uh, could you also tell us about you know what are bankit's uh, uniques or you know some uh, some of the very very important products yeah so uh, shivani uh, as i said that the best part the uniqueness of the uh, company is that we focus into the tier 3 and tier 4 and tier 5 cities you know you move out of any metro city Four to five kilometers away from the city, you find that there is a absolute lack of uh, banking infrastructure. You know, you hardly find ATMs, you hardly find any bank branches. 
So the luxury that we people enjoy in staying in uh, places like Delhi, Bombay, it is absolutely a very, very pathetic situation when you actually move out of the city 10, 15 kilometers away. So how do these guys uh, do banking? So we have done a very, very big research on the demographics of the country and we have plotted the block-wise uh, approach where we say that we need to be present in almost all the blocks. For example, um, you see that we in UP, to give you an example, we are present in almost all the districts of UP. So that is the way we cover the rural part of the country and we are totally aligned with the Government of India vision of digitization of the services. So this is one unique uh, thing about Bankit. Second is that we feel that because of the uh, pandemic now getting over, people are going back to their work. And again, the remittance business is increasing. So we focus on remittance and also on the cash out services because there are two basic needs as far as the money is concerned. You know, you either you have to send back the money home or you need to take out the cash. Still, you know, there's a huge population in the country uh, who are cash lovers. And still, I would say that despite all the efforts by the government of India, uh, cash is still the king, you know. Um, there's a huge amount of in trillions, the cash is rolling in the uh, country as we speak. So how to cater to that problem? So cash in and cash out services are the biggest services which Bankit focuses. Apart from this, uh, we found out that, you know, people are in need of uh, uh, small working capital loans. Now, for example, today I'm a shopkeeper and I need to buy one laptop to increase my business. Where do I get the money from to the tune of 50,000 rupees or 1 lakh rupees? If I go to a bank, I'm not qualified. So bank will not give me a loan. And it's a very, very cumbersome process where we come into play and we give them a collateral free loan in just five minutes so it is all online no human touch he applies and he gets a um, collateral free loan which he has a freedom to repay in three months time six months time daily emi weekly emi fortnightly emi so we make our product very very flexible as per the need of the people who are actual users Bankit services are really very interesting, whether it be the blockwise approach or remittance or, uh, you know, cash out services or the collateral fee loans. So very interesting. So uh, being a CEO and COO of the company, what key responsibilities do you hold? See, um, to run an organization and into this sector, first of all, we feel very proud that we uh, cater to the basic need of the country, you know. We are helping the cause of the company itself gives us a very, very confident feeling and, you know, makes us proud that we are not into, uh, you know, fancy products, but rather we are uh, into the services, which is actually required at the last mile. So this is one. And second, uh, what I see that if we actually, uh, you know, uh, through serious efforts and through commitment, we are able to reach to the maximum uh, geographies of the country, it will really make a lot of uh, sense and it will really help all the people who are really deprived of the 
banking and financial services at the moment. For example, if I talk about JNK and Ladakh, now nobody is there. And because of the various reasons, you see that the entire infrastructure, not only banking and finances, but the other infrastructures are also in a very, very dire straits. So we are planning to actually go there and uh, serve these people as far as the banking and financial services are concerned. So I see a lot of future in this industry, at least for a minimum of 20 years. And I see that uh, because of the pandemic, people have started understanding the digital transaction. And uh, thanks to the government of India, who has actually advertised so much, uh, so people have understood, which otherwise would have taken a lot of time, you know, uh, to make them understand. So this is uh, what uh, I feel is uh, very, very important as far as uh, running the organization is concerned that we uh, really reach to the last mile as much as possible and provide various other services with a lot of innovations, with a lot of technology support, and not only cash in, cash out and loans, but other services like mutual funds, medical insurances, life insurances, and you know, whatever there is in the basket of BFSI. Sounds interesting. As you also spoke about the pandemic, it has really changed many things, you know, especially across industries. As part of it, we all have been shifting towards the digital payments, right? So how do you see this shift? How uh, is this going to benefit the uh, digital payment industry, do you think? Shivani, it's a very, very good question. And see, and a lot of uh, uh, findings have come out during last uh, one and a half years, two years when we were in the pandemic period. You know, people have really um, learned about the digital board of payments. You know, uh, in every shop, wherever you used to go or a restaurant, and there was a contactless payment. And, you know, people who were not aware of these things were forced to transact through that mean because there was no other alternative available. So I think that this has fastened up the uh, uh, earning, uh, sorry, the learning curve and uh, people have understood uh, pretty fast. And because of that, you know, you see a surge in the digital transactions. So this was a very big challenge for the companies like us to educate people at the last mile, you know, how, how to use digital payments. So pandemic has helped us um you know to educate people to go digital uh, do away from cash and do your banking through your mobile or through your laptop or machine whatever so i think that's the biggest uh, trend we have seen also uh, the pandemic has uh, really shown us that um, um, the ease of transaction you know people found out that instead of going to a bank branch it is very easy to go in for an assisted model where we come into play to go to a local Kirana shop and do their banking and financial transactions. So this has happened during these two years. Otherwise, which have, you know would have taken five years or six years or seven years to go to that level of education. So I think it was some way or the other a blessing in disguise as far as the digital payment is concerned. It has really helped us. And now, since the pandemic is uh, about to go, and I wish it should now leave us, so people are doing more and more digital transaction and more and more uh, eager to, you know, learn more about the transactions and how they can, you know, uh, make their life 
easier rather than going to a bank branch or going to any other uh, middle person to get their things done. Very rightly pointed out, uh, Amit, regarding the cashless payments and uh, you know, e the ease of transactions that we all are express, you know, experiencing this day. So in the same context, how did uh, Bankit grow uh, during the pandemic? So, Shivani, uh, as I said that uh, because, you know, people were more inclined to, uh, you know, learn about the digital payments and it was actually a forced affair also because people who went back to their homes and hometown and they were really not able to, you know, um, it was very difficult for them to earn their livelihood because people from Bihar, UP used to go to Bombay, Delhi to work. Now, because of the pandemic, they came back and from where they will earn their livelihood. So, you know, it was a forced affair for the people to, uh, you know, go digital and start the entrepreneurship. And because of that, you know, we grew around 3x during the pandemic period. And we onboarded around 50,000 agents who were, you know, just uh, a pull factor which was there in the market and the, you know we get we used to get a lot of uh, application where the people asked you know that we, they want to become the entrepreneur and they want to uh, have these kind of services at their hometown and serve the vicinity where they used to live so that was a very very big uh, thing which we saw that people who used to go to delhi mumbai to work now they could sustain themselves at their hometown just by you know taking their uh, our agencies and our technology to serve the city where the population is around 5,000 or 10,000 odd. And they became the bank um, for that particular uh, area or a village. So it was a very, very, uh, uh, very, very remarkable, uh, visible growth, which we could see that uh, fintech industry grew during the pandemic time. I would say it was a COVID free industry. It is Very rightly said. And uh, yes, uh, indeed, it is a very positive growth that everybody is witnessing and especially the uh, payment sector. So uh, what kind of innovative payment solutions are expected, you know, in the near future? Could you tell us more about that? Yeah, so Shivani, see, the, the point is, uh, it's a stage-wise uh, thing, if you ask me. So uh, the first stage was to make people understand the simplest way of doing a transaction with the minimum uh, clicks you know now as people have understood and they are ready to take off now there are a lot of uh, innovation which will come into play and we are working on a lot of innovative things we are using artificial um, um, you know machine learning and artificial intelligence so those kind of things are coming into play where there is you know the people are doing a transaction and um, uh, in case of any um, uh, problem during the transition they uh, may feel or they may see you know the machines come into play and they um, you know machine immediately rectifies the problem and they give them the update so uh, these kind of things are very important for example today if i do a transaction of thousand rupees and if i the transition gets failed and if i am not aware where is my transaction where is my money so it clears uh, you know it, it very clearly you know confuses you and uh, the trust factor, you know, goes for a toss. So wherein we are putting in a lot of uh, machine and artificial learning that people un 
totally aware second by second that what is the stage of the transaction is the money safe is money got transferred is the transaction cycle complete so i think a lot of innovation is being put into the system and now people are quite adaptive also and they understand these things uh, and things have become very very easier i think the technology will drive the future of this industry amazing as you also spoke about technology it has you know been the foremost these days and it ha- it is also becoming a vital factor to be leveraged you know uh, especially when it comes to uh, banking or any big big industries so how is bank it you know being a digital uh, platform leveraging tech trends such as uh, artificial intelligence as you just spoke about and cloud and analytics to redefine the payment ecosystem and uh, at the same time adding value to its clients yeah so <clears throat> see the basic uh, two three things are required uh, in this industry first of all it's a financial transaction it has to be uh, safe and it has to be totally you know the you have to build trust and confidence in the system and in the people and the end user suppose today i do 10 transactions and my five transaction gets failed i will lose trust in that organization so how do you manage that so the technology comes into play so we use a, a latest technology wherein we Uh, have a uptime and the success rate of 99% and also tomorrow there is a surge because of the festive season or any other reason or the dbt is coming from the government we have an automatic scale of the um, capacity so we don't um, our system doesn't get choked over there so it's an automatic process that it can um, <clears throat> increase the capacity on its own so those kind of uh, things have been done at the back end and we also uh, you know try to see that how the resolutions happens as fast as possible today if i have some problem with a particular transaction what is the tact of you know um, clearing that transaction sooner the better today like uh, most of the e-commerce company you know if you do a transaction you get a refund in say about 2 hours time or 3 hours time so it creates trust so all those things are happening because of the technology nothing else so how robust is your technology how flexible is your technology how people who are managing the show are skilled so i think these things matters a lot and there we have put in a lot of uh, efforts and focus and money to build that kind of a technology so we don't feel in a very very large scale of a business we feel that we should be present where it is required and we should have a technology which supports that cause so even if we are present at the places where the services are required and the technology doesn't support it i think then it is useless so it is it is you know it goes hand in hand the technology and the presence has to be very very well defined researched and very very um, clear cut focus where you have to provide the services amazing uh, you know it is really amazing to hear how bank it is actually leveraging all the tech trends you know at the same time adding value to its clients so as most of the companies are focusing on developing the country uh, in the post pandemic times uh, to revive the economy faster at the same time contribute to the society how is bankate adding uh, value to the society shivani i think the cause uh, of the fintech industry is in itself is a very very um, uh, you know big 
uh, revolution, you know, as far as the um, people of the rural India are concerned, you know, our country comprises of maximum 90% population is a rural and agriculture population. So these are the people who are deprived of the various services. And as I said earlier, that we don't believe in serving the urban cities where the infrastructure is still there. You know, we don't feel that kind of a pain to go and use um, uh, banking services. And also at, because of the literacy level, which we have, we can do a transaction through our own mobile phone. But what about the people which is maximum in the country who are really dependent, who need assisted model, who need assistance to do a transaction. So I think <clears throat> that is where we come into play and we are upgrading the society and we are upgrading the know-how and making people transact and no business. You know, today, as we speak, people are aware at that level that what is mutual fund, what is insurance, what is medical insurance, what is the value of it? And what is the importance of it? So I think these kind of uh, uh, deep down penetration into the tier four and tier five cities, you know, we were amazed to go to the villages where, you know, people are not having electricity today as well. How do you expect them to, you know, do a uh, financial transaction? So I think if we are able to ignite that kind of a, uh, a trend and also to adopt the villages wherein we make it a cashless village, which we do. I think that's the real uh, serving to the society and I know uplifting the society. I think mm, this speaks all about it. Very rightly pointed out. It is indeed very much uh, you know, mandatory to, uh, for the country to grow. And uh, every new day uh, comes new trends in the market, right? So uh, what are the new trends you are looking in this festival season as festivals are you know, approaching? Yeah, so this is a very good question, Shivani. You know, as I said, it is all interlinked. You know, the people are, are now more literate. They uh, are now more um, savvy to the digital transaction at tier three and tier four level. You know, the, the demand is also increasing side by side. Now, people also wanting to, you know, have uh, e-commerce services at their doorstep, which earlier it was not seen. And most of the e-commerce companies are not able to deliver to that level. So, so they have created a hub and spoke kind of a model. Now, people want these kind of services to be delivered at their homes, uh, quite at the doorstep. Now, also, people are wanting cash at home. Now, today, the way I uh, order online food and I get it delivered, people are wanting to order cash. You know, give, I need 2,000 rupees and, you know, in 15 minutes time, somebody rings the bell and delivers the cash. You know, cash is always required because small pretty things you buy through a vegetable vendor or not, they need cash. You know, sometimes they don't have the facility to accept cash through digital payments. This I see in the places like Delhi and NCR. So what about those small places? So these are the challenges which we see that which are creating a new trend. So today, if I, you know, cash at home kind of a thing is emerging out, it's a new trend. Tomorrow, people say that I want to go in for a mutual fund. I want to know about it and I want to have mutual fund into my portfolio. It is also a new trend because till such time, you know, tier three, tier four, city, but not even aware what mutual fund is. Tomorrow, somebody is asking for loan, collateral free loan or a medical insurance. I think these kind of things are coming in a very, very big way and they are 
and the best part uh, shivani to tell you is that these kind of demands are coming from tier 3 and tier 4 cities it is quite obvious that it comes from the urban cities but the kind of demand the kind of you know new things people are asking for is amazing from the tier 3 tier 4 and this clearly says that people have you know the society has got lifted up and you know there is a literacy level which has come up and the exposure level is tremendous so coming into the festival season now people are wanting to you know send gifts to their near and dear ones send money gift cards you know so all those kind of stuffs comes into play now people want a digital cash wherein we as a banket as a company have our, our own prepaid cards which we load it and send it and it can be gifted to anybody now this is in the form of a plastic or in the form of a electronic card which rests on your mobile so i think these are the new trends which are coming in a big way perfect uh, so you know the cash delivery is really quite innovative and uh, when coming to the digital cash and the rewards it is also quite very very interesting so uh, could you also tell about your recent launch on the business card unit yeah so we came, we launched our business card unit and you know we found out that the few sectors like msme and uh, other small uh, soho kind of a thing where small office home office these are the people you know who are little bit deprived of the technology and you know they need a lot of blue collar workers where you know the money has to be sent there to their bank account but fortunately or unfortunately the bank accounts doesn't get open because they don't have a local address proof and all those kind of stuff so so kyc becomes a real challenge so where we come into play and we provide a prepaid card where the money can be loaded and uh, they can transact Uh, through that card or any um, merchant location on pause they can take out money through any atm and they can transfer money through that card through using a simple mobile app so this is a new thing which we have developed for the segments we are also focusing on the cashless campuses across various segments and majorly with the focus into the msme segment this is very helpful for msmes you know to grow and contribute to the country as well so and lastly how do you see the future of the uh, you know company in the next coming 5 years well it is a um, absolute uh, desire for everybody you know at that level to grow the company many folds and at the same time to reach out to as many uh, geographies as possible you know the more we are spread the more we uh, feel confident about it and we feel that at least we should be uh, covering out of 5 uh, to 6 lakh villages in the country at least 80 to 90% we should be able to cover these villages uh, and provide our banking and financial services and once we are able to do that i think the growth of the company is incidental so our real focus is to cover maximum villages and msme sector and various other uh, sectors and also to focus on in the inward remittances from abroad wherein there's also a very big pain area so i think if these 3 4 5 key areas of the companies which we are driving is fulfilled i think we are home 
wishing banquet the best and uh, thank you so much amit it was really pleasure talking to you and learning about banquet we waiting to see even more innovative services coming up from your end thank you shivani thanks a lot for giving this opportunity thank you so much thank you uh, so with this we wind up our podcast for today stay tuned to analytics insight for more such interesting podcast